If there's one thing that we all know about me, it's that I'm constantly fixating on my health. We know, baby. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm always trying a new thing. I'm trying a new diet, a new workout, a new gadget. Just trying to find out what really works and what's fact versus fiction. Yeah, and I'm constantly researching, usually for Taryn to mm-hmm. look up some new illness or ailment and try <laughs> to calm her down. But also, since being in my 30s, I'm really focused on getting my health in tip-top shape, realizing how I eat and how I move is going to affect me, not just right now, but 10, 20 years down the road. And with us wanting to have a baby this year, health is just more important than ever to us. So all of this research has finally led to something good. Let us introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. And you don't have to take our word for it. Avid podcast fan Stephanie left an Apple review that says, the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast is a life-changing, science-based, myth-busting podcast that's a must-listen for anyone who eats food and wants to understand how it affects their body. If you're ready to join millions of others like Stephanie transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to Staying Up with Cammie and Taryn. I'm Cammie. And I'm Taryn and every night Cammie and I have a super hot spicy sleepover and once a week we invite you to join us. (laughs) I got caught up in my imaginary sleepover with you and I really thought, well, in my head, it was. Oh, gotcha, movie. gotcha. <laughs> what, uh, if, what if our marriage was a sham and we don't actually live together? We're just business partners. And I like I have a house across the street. I just pop in. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Uh, <laughs> I just had to pop to Guitar Center, which those places are magical. Yeah. So big. So many people in there. People are just like playing. Cam, Cam got into guitar. One. Yeah, yeah. No, I had to get a wire for this wire, actually, in particular. It was a very short one. Do you like it? We For those watching on video. Incredible. It's like, feel it. Yours is smooth and this one's Yours like a little... Yours is matte. Yeah. Why are we also attracted to matte? It's so sexy. It's so sexy. Matte, why is matte so much sexier than glossy? Um, You know, what's that song that's like, cover me in satin, lay me down. I, my I version. Satin, my version. Lay me in roses. No. Lay me in a bed, bed of roses. roses. <laughs> in a bed of satin. <laughs> I was like, there's satin and roses. But somewhere. when I die... Cover me in matte. Cover me in matte. I no, want matte what? Just matte. Like take me to a car detailer and let and them wrap. Oh my god, the wrap. matte wrap. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let them wrap my body in a matte ad so that mm. you can get ad revenue that is with my dead body. Incredible, genius work. Um, there was like a Yamaha, Yamaha, yeah, shop right next door to the yeah. guitar center. Yeah, and I was like, what if I just came home on a bike? What would you think? Oh, like, where's your car? I was picturing like, like I traded in my car. That'd be sick. And I have a bike. I think I would love it. And there was a really cute four wheeler like for a little oh. kid out front. I was like, oh, I uh, was Dorp-sable. thinking, isn't Yamaha a keyboard company? Yeah, also? that's why I was like that. Kim- was it a Kawasaki? I don't know what shop it was, but I was like, Yamaha. Am I thinking they're on? Because you're right. But am I? I thought also you meant like, right? oh, am I going to come home with like a um. Oh, a yeah. keyboard and I was like that's sweet but then you're like a motorcycle and I went whoa what? sassy yeah yeah well Anyways. peepees welcome back to another episode of Sting oh. hi peepees um, we've been having a great week with you we've been having a really good time with y'all lately yeah uh we weren't before I'm just kidding <laughs> um oh can I tell them about our our new segment we're gonna do or oh, is yeah. that in a little bit yeah go ahead can I yeah we've decided that 
just y'all stories being featured once a week is not enough. Mm-hmm. We love how much you guys interact, whether it's on social media or leaving a review or on the Geneva app. It's so fun. And I love this little community. So we were thinking we need to have a pee of the week. pee of the week. We still really need like a theme song that plays. I think that might this. be it. Pee-pee of the week. <laughs> no, that's for just like this that's part. That's just for this. That's a little jingle that we play where it's like, we'll see. Are you ready for it? Pee-pee. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anyone comes up with one, maybe you could be our next pee of the week. Oh God, do you guys want to make our jingle for the beginning of the show? That'd be cute. That'd what be cute. if they all got on a Zoom together? And they sang it together a cappella. Or they Don't just all... do a cappella. No, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's cool if you're into that kind of thing, but so how do you get to be PP of the week? Like what's what's the qualification? What are we looking for? Tara and I haven't really talked about this, so I'm just gonna spitball what I was thinking. We like didn't really hash it out. Taryn was like, we should have PP of the week. And I was like, yeah, duh. Um Mine's whoever Venmo's us a hundred dollars. Um Yes, get us gifts, rate. No, just interact wherever. Comments on YouTube, on the podcast, on the Instagram, yeah. on the TikTok, on the Geneva app, which is our little love a community hang where you can interact with other PPs and we pop in and chat with y'all too. Anywhere. We, just, love, we love a share. We love it. Yeah. If you post on your story and reshare it, we will go stalk you. And then if we like your vibe, we're probably going to shout you out. If you say something cute. Yeah, if if like you have a really cool dog, your dog might be the pee of the week. So today's very first pee of the week, I'm very excited to announce. Who is it? <sighs> Let me start by saying that last week I said that I wish that more people would send us pics of their setup as they listen so to the pod. True. So pictures true. of them listening, pictures of whatever. Yeah. And I cannot thank you enough for how many people turned up and sent them our way it's so cute how many pee people <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny um how many pps sent us stuff yeah what i i want to ask before i announce our pp of the week you kind of sent them in many different places i was seeing them in dms to the pod i was seeing them in dms Everywhere. to me cammy got some dms yeah. i saw them in geneva things From were norway messaged me today things were popping what i would love is if you're comfortable, please DM us a picture of you or your setup. Tell us a little bit about your setup. We would like to do a carousel of peepees in the wild That's on our Instagram. Oh, I love that. Um, and if you've already sent us one, you can just like message back wherever you sent it to us and be like, totally down for you to use this image. Yeah. Our peepee of the week will also get a post. <gasps> Fun. Uh, Hopefully they're okay with it. I love that we're just making this shit up. As I know we go. we're really we're really flying. Okay, you Who's know the why? Of the week. Wait, what? Let me explain one more thing. Okay, one thing we thought about was if we ever do live shows, I wanted it to be like one less lonely girl. How the PP of the week could come on the stage and we would do something with them. Are we gonna sing to them? Maybe they just join for a story. They react to something with us. They tell us their goss, like cool, something. Cool, cool. Okay, we our PP of up. the week is Eva. Eva. Eva, 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 Eva's from Ohio. Hi, but Eva from Ohio. Eva you love is. Ohio. I do love Ohio. Eva's backpacking in <gasps> Europe right now. Cool, where? This is what 
Your hair is looking luscious, by the way. Cool. This is what Eva said to me. I'm currently backpacking through Europe, and I pretty much listen to the podcast on the train, hikes, museums, during the day, just to have something in my ear. I'm from Ohio, so I love the recent Ohio banter. I literally listened to you on top of a mountain last week and thought you'd appreciate a picture. Eva then sent two pics, absolutely vibing, on a mountaintop, uh, and then another one in a museum. Did you show me these? I showed them to you. I remember you talking about them, but I don't remember seeing them. And I just thought, thank you, Eva, for letting us in not only to your ears, but into your heart and into your travels. Yeah, that's so cute. Imagining we're, somebody like walking around a museum. They're in like a different country. Wild. And they're just, oh, we're in their little ears. I know. That's so cute. It's really special. Um, so thank you. First PP of the week goes to Eva. Claps everyone at the sleepover. Snaps for our PP, Eva. Love you, Eva. Cool. Um... What notes did you take for the peepees this week that you were thinking of sharing? Anything that you wanted to share? What was on your mind? How you feeling? Yeah, I got a lot going on, ma'am. I just, honestly, on the car ride home, I was thinking of stuff, but I'll save oh. that for later. I've been really thinking about how proud of myself I am. That's lovely. <laughs> um, As I've talked to you guys, I am scared of doctors mm-hmm. anything medical related i can get a tattoo or piercings don't even flinch would you feel afraid if i cosplayed as a doctor for us one night afraid i don't know what that would be the what word. if i had a syringe yeah Horrible. <laughs> yeah like even what if there Halloween? was lube in it disgusting disgusting, just disgusting. <laughs> not scary just disgusting <laughs> not into it um but yeah, I think for a long time, I've been really afraid of doctors. And it the more we talk about having babies yeah. and the fact that I'm the one carrying, yeah. I'm so, I've always been scared. But now that it's feeling very real, I've been yeah. getting really scared about what that process is going to look like and all the things we have to do. I get that. And I think during COVID, getting vaccines really was like pushing myself out of my comfort zone. It's really sweet to see Cam scared because she doesn't really come <laughs> off as scared. But that was like the first time in our dating relationship where I really saw you getting scared was getting the vaccines where like, you, yeah, like, you know, I've had anxiety attacks and stuff my whole life, but I've never really seen you go through it. So yeah. it was like, whoa, to see you get like cold and shivery and shaky and the color leave your face. <laughs> and like, I know that shouldn't be a thing that I think was cute, but I did. <laughs> I did appreciate getting to see that. Yeah. And it, it's really got me thinking. I just had to get another vaccine because we are getting another little baby in the family. And to meet niece. the baby, you have to get a vaccine. And I was scared, but I really handled it. And yeah, it, it was so weird that the baby was like, don't meet me unless you get the vaccine. That was, that was dumb. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Taryn. It's okay. Everybody still loves you. It's okay. <laughs> you are special and friendly and kind. Okay, go ahead. Can I get back to my part now? Yep. <laughs> um, but it... Ah, uh, fuck. I forgot what I was saying. Um, you had to get a vaccine to meet the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I always say that I'm like... And you even just said that I'm not really scared of things. Mm-hmm. But I realize that that's not true. I've just always enjoyed and like pushed myself to get over things that I'm scared of. Like I remember going to an amusement park as a kid, if I was afraid of a roller coaster and I'm standing in line being like, I don't want to do this or like friends wouldn't do it Mm -hmm. in my head. I would be telling myself, you are going to get through this. And the only regret you're going to have is if you don't go on it. Yeah. 
and I'm like 10 years old, like maybe not even tall enough to get on the ride, but I'm like, you are going to regret it if you don't do it. You're like, do considering it. your future regret, regrets. Yeah. That's a tough word to say. Regrets. Regrets. <laughs> but then I'd force myself to do it and I would love it. And yeah. then I have an older brother and he, we would watch the movie Chucky together and it was so fucking scary. And then I would go and watch Chucky alone as many times as I could until I was so used to it I knew the story so well I was desensitized and I wasn't scared like I've always enjoyed kind of pushing myself when I'm scared I don't like being scared stuff it's like it just makes me feel like irritated I don't like not liking stuff either I force myself to like olives and now I love them that's funny your Chucky story reminds me of when I was little my my brother's room my brother shared a room and then our rooms were conjoined by a bathroom Jack and Jill bathroom yeah, like a Jack and Jill bathroom, most people would call it. <laughs> and um, and they would watch South Park at night at like 10 p.m. when it came on. And yeah. I didn't understand the humor, but I would go through the bathroom and watch it with them. Um, like I wasn't allowed to watch it because obviously yeah, it was like. In. But it reminds me of that because I was very like, I needed to get the humor. I like don't like yeah, not knowing what's funny out. and like what's in the know. And South Park was always so like relevant and trendy. Yeah. So it's kind of funny because you were trying to like not be scared of things. And I was trying to like not miss out on yeah. what's happening in the world. Yeah. We culture. like nobody wants to have regrets. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just Wigwets. like. Wigwets. I just realized like, oh, it's not that I'm not scared of things. But then I let this one fear be my fear mm-hmm. like in my head I was like there's nothing I'm afraid of I feel really like haunted houses blah blah whatever it may be I'm so tough and I handle those like this is just my thing and then yeah. I allowed it to be my thing yeah and I'm like that's so stupid I used to be horrified of haunted houses my dad had to uh, no like an evil witch had to escort me out of a haunted house one <laughs> not you going my dad had to er, sorry an evil witch well my dad didn't know how to get out of the maze so he, this like witch all of a sudden saw that i was actually upset and she was like it's okay sweetie this is Aww. makeup like so she was really nice she's not evil she was so sweet but she took me out and then a guy with the chainsaw chased us because he didn't realize but i was so, horrified yeah and then all of a sudden in like my friend group i was always the brave one i had to lead everyone yeah. in haunted houses and it wasn't that i wasn't scared but i was like i chose not to be yeah so I've always been like, yeah, I'm not scared of anything. But I'm like, no, I am so fucking terrified. But I make myself not be. So why have I, for my entire 32 years of my life, allowed myself to fear doctors? That's so irritating that I've like let let that one thing be an actual fear. Yeah. Why do, I'm not, why do you I'm not think saying you- people can't have fears like in that you're allowing it to happen. People have real phobias. I'm just sharing yeah, my it would personal. be ideal if I didn't have my fears, but I, yeah, like of this course, is but my, my plight. But I'm the type of person to not allow myself to totally. fear things, so it's weird that I did. Why do you think that is? Why, Why do you think you've done it? I don't know. Is there, do you remember your first doctor fear? No, because so I had asthma growing up, mm-hmm. starting as an infant. So mm-hmm. I was at doctors all the time, and I don't remember most of them, and then. I don't like I just didn't let myself be afraid of the dentist because I was like everyone's afraid of the dentist grow up mm-hmm. and I used to be but then I, I, I forced myself to get over that I don't know I think I think when I was a little kid I didn't realize that I was forcing myself to get over fears and then I just I think I just told myself that this was a real fear and it was justified and that was it I don't know I'm not really sure yeah I, I, I don't know. Any theories? Um, yeah. So this is something I learned from 
many a therapist's, but like your thoughts, especially when it comes to your fears, kind of work like holes. Like the movie Holes is a great example of this, where like you can think of your brain as like you have a bunch of pathways. Mm -hmm. And when you think something, you dig another bit into the hole. So you dig like reaffirming that you're reaffirming okay. it. and you dig into your hole and you take take dirt out okay. and then if you keep doing it you create a very deep pathway in your brain mm-hmm. that basically makes it so that like you're not even consciously having that thought anymore it's just that you're so deep in the hole mm-hmm. that that is just it just exists your reality it's right, yeah. now it's like yeah. you're living in a reality that you might not have actually been scared of the thing. You might have had one little fear of it. Mm-hmm. But over time, allowing yourself to not push that fear or like not move your way out of it, you've literally just created a very deep pathway for yourself. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. There can totally be undone the same way that like you can fill back up a hole with stuff that you've taken out. Like yeah. the dirt from other places. You can turn. That's what I'm doing now. Your path. So I'm like refilling it. Totally. With positive experiences and so it's basically now you need to it's not enough to not have that fear anymore you have to do the opposite which Mm -hmm. is what you're doing by going to the doctors like yeah it's like exposure therapy in that way where it's like you have to actually have something to fill it with yeah to create a new path that isn't the path that you've spent years making totally I think that is 100% what I did and now thinking about it I think the reason I did that with this situation that I didn't do with my other fears is I didn't see myself gaining anything positive from it. Like even the dentist, I was like, Oh, I have to go to the dentist twice a year. Mm -hmm. My teeth will fall. Like that's bad. The doctors, I was like, I don't need to be here. Nothing's ever changing. (laughs) I'm not seeing a positive or negative change when I go. Like maybe you just didn't have good enough doctors. I don't think that that's the case. I just think like I wasn't sick. Yeah. After going through, after outgrowing my asthma, I wasn't needing it. So there was just no purpose to me. Like even getting like the flu vaccine every year. I was like, okay, that just hurt for no reason. I didn't, I I, I can't tell myself in my head. Well, thank God I had that because when I got, if I got the flu or I didn't get the flu because of it or what, you know what I mean? Like I can't tell myself with like the amusement park rides. I watched my, I could watch my friends get off and be all excited and like, that was so fun. Yeah. And feel like I missed out with the dentist. It's like, I, then I could get a cavity and be like, Oh, if I went to more cleanings. Yeah. I get that. Like there are things that I, I didn't it feel was more like, tangible. Yeah. I get that. With the doctors. I was like, why am I here? If you tell me something wrong, that's just making it worse. Yeah. I just like, and then that, and then this thing about your theory with like the holes started happening. Yeah. And then I just got too deep. My hole got bit too big. But now. Filling them holes back, baby. Digging on, on, away. On, digging. 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 Or I'm digging, I guess. But No, you're digging a new hole. Yeah. Digging on, on, on. Making you a little path. Exactly. That's awesome, honey. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proud, proud of, of myself. I'm just glad that this all happened prior to baby stuff because I don't want to feel ink. I want to get to feel excited. When I have to go in for my blood work, I right. want to be like, I'm sure I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But I'll do it and I'll be fine. And I know yeah. that I'll be fine now. You will. It's your baby gonna come here. What? It's your baby's gonna come I'm, here. Babe, I'm so excited. Guys, I'm gonna be an aunt for the first time. Oh, no, you're Mia's aunt. But like 
you're going to see a baby born. I'm like becoming an aunt. Yes. Yes. Like I married into being Mia's aunt. Yeah. And it's the coolest thing ever. But I haven't watched like babies in the family be born since my little cousins. Yeah. And that was when you were little. I was a baby. Yeah. So it barely counted. I felt like I was like all grown up, but I was, (laughs) I don't know how old my sister-in-law is very deeply pregnant and like any day now any day we're on baby watch um we leave to europe in a couple weeks so we might unfortunately be gone guys i will i do not i don't feel good for myself if if we miss the birth of this baby it's not going to be good but the baby will be healthy and happy regardless and we're excited for whenever she needs to come out and we hope it's earlier than later yeah 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 happy if health. she comes healthy out, healthy is priority duh if she comes out late Ugh. let's be late to everything she ever invites us to by like yeah 10 i'm gonna be like you were late so i didn't get to be here for like the most exciting moment in my life you're gonna have to wait yeah. every day yeah i told you i'll be there at three well i'll see te- you at 3 30 let's teach this baby a lesson Urgh. no but also like come out when you're ready be healthy yada yada I just want to, I want to be there. I'm so, like, I want to get the call and be like, she's in labor. I know. Get down here. And we're like, so who's going to watch the dogs? We got to get out of here. Let's go. I know. Like, I, I, know. I want that. Taryn and her dad stopped at McDonald's on the way <laughs> to Mia's birth. And we're almost late. And she is the funniest vlog of it ever. Still I, online. It should be. Yeah. It is comedic. Okay, but geniusness. <laughs> it, it's really, it's really funny. But I had just landed. You're missing the, the, crazy part which is that we heard she was going into labor and i immediately booked a flight from san francisco to la so that's really cute. then i was hungry and so were other people and so we brought it upon ourselves to get food for everyone but yeah. it was like to the point where my mom called and was like she's pushing you need to get here steve they're now. literally waiting for their food and my and dad I looks think you're on the phone with your mom you're like oh no no no! we're on our way dad just got me from the airport and they're like do you want ketchup and you're like <laughs> my dad my dad was like waiting for the little window to open mm-hmm. and he's like should i just go should i just go and then he goes oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> i love my parents say fuck it's so funny it's really cute what have you been thinking about this week bubba i've had one uh sorry i just want to touch your hair it's so it was in luscious. braids my hair was in braids i love i'm in a braid Phase. she like every day is like will you put my hair will you put my it's really cute and then she leaves it in for like so many days and then takes it out and it looks perfect we're giving it looks perfect your mouth they are your mouth did something funny after what did it do it went perfect <laughs> perfect perfect anyway um wow people are i feel like this episode is really we're feeling un unleashed to really be ourselves you know you're welcome so one thought that I had recently is a thought exercise that I haven't even thought about. I haven't even let myself. I haven't even let myself get to the answer because I wanted to do it together with you. Okay. It's a very quick exercise, but okay. okay. <gasps> Excited. Imagine you and PPs do it with us and share your answers, please. Imagine you are starting out a project. Okay. It's a personal project. Just you. Okay. You are excited about it. This is this is the project. You're like, this is my personal thing. I'm stoked. It's going to yeah. be months long, maybe a year long. It's going to be a lot of work, but I'm ready for it. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's selling something. Maybe it's a fitness journey, like whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Are you in that mindset? You're ready I'm mentally. I'm in it. Okay. I'm ready to get started. Fast forward six months. Okay. The project has failed. Oh, shoot. It's failed solely because of your missteps. Oh, my God. Baby, okay. wait. Can I share something really quick? Sure. This is so sad because my I had my first thought that I thank God went back to my first thought of like, what what am I doing? What's the project? But my second thought was like, this kind of applies to like getting pregnant and having a baby. And then it failed six months in because of me. Okay. Well, that's don't do dark. That. Think about a No, less... I went back to the other one. Okay. But... Right. So it failed six that's months dark. in. Okay. You can't blame anything else. Okay. It's solely because of you. Yeah. I what? Up. What? was it in your heart that you know is the reason that it failed um am I supposed to tell you yeah I want to okay. know I think it failed because I I just fell off doing it like I, I consistency? just consistency yeah I just stopped like I don't think that it somebody said no or like whatever it, that can't be an answer someone said no can't be an answer it's yeah, whatever it's you fault. did yeah well I mean three people said no and you gave up could be kind of an answer I think I just fell off made excuses for why it wasn't the right project but why though I was excited off? because I convinced myself it wasn't it wasn't the right thing to do anymore and that like I came I just came up with excuses it just depends on the situation hmm. but if I if something fails that I'm doing it's like you didn't put enough into it. You let it go. It be, You put it on the back burner. Yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah. What about you? I think mine is a mix of lack of consistency and follow through. Mm-hmm. Like I don't follow through on some things, especially things that like make me feel vulnerable. So if this is like a project that I'm like really mm-hmm. nervous and excited mm-hmm. about, it's like I won't do that. Yeah. Um, follow through. Yeah. I it's guess follow through or it's like feeling dumb mm. and being like this like was a dumb project idea. yeah to be, yeah you're like and then and then I start like sh- I would start shit talking my thought and being like Aww. why did I think that people would even like that or like oh I hate that yeah so those that are makes me sad so the the that exercise is called a pre-mortem so a post-mortem is like it's related to death but people in corporate worlds use it as a way to like handle projects after they're done and like learn what happened so mm-hmm. a post-mortem is like okay this project just ended post-mortem is like post-death then you say what went right what went wrong what should we change next time yeah a pre-mortem is the idea that like if you're gonna start a project you should assume you should try to find what is gonna go wrong before it starts yeah and it can't sure. it doesn't always work but like so for you and I, if we were to apply this to, I don't know, another phase of the podcast or something, it's like we both know that follow through is our problem. Yeah. And especially when it comes to like something we're making that is like kind of vulnerable because it is either about us yeah. or like we're a face of it. So then knowing that before you go into the project, we say no matter what, we do this once a week yeah. through this date. We are promising this to each other. Da, da, da. no excuses no nothing then we'll reevaluate it's yeah. like I don't know I just thought that was kind of cool yeah that I mean that just makes so much sense because typically whenever you get into that mindset of like well for me personally whenever I kind of let something fall off I make the excuses and I say all this where going in if I know that that could be a thing I can kind of check myself and say yeah. 
wait, don't do that. You knew you were going to do this. So is it the project? Let's give it till, like you said, this date. Or right. let's give it our all for X amount more time. Yeah. And then we can reassess and see is this the right thing. So next time you're thinking about doing a project, have a pre-mortem. I really like that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, baby. You're welcome. That's really cool. Yes. Um, share your answers. We would love to know what they are. Um, yeah. Thanks, peepees. Thanks, peepees. Speaking of, hmm. a peepee recently told me, their name was Rose. Rose from the Netherlands said that she feels that this pod is her safe space. That's really sweet. And you and I have been talking a lot about safe spaces. Yeah. Like our little, uh, what a queer safe space feels like. And I don't know. We've just been thinking about it lately. Yeah. I think we've been thinking about it a lot. And I forget who said the analogy first. But the other day we fixed our alarm system. And we didn't realize that we didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. Until the next day, the first night it was on and working and everything was set up again we both woke up and said like oh my god I didn't realize how much peace that brought me like right. I didn't feel unsafe I didn't realize I felt unsafe but now having that layer of security back on makes me feel so much safer yeah and then I think we started kind of just noticing that in our day-to-day and how that applies to our life yeah like going to Fudge. do you want to explain what Fudge is to everybody yeah, Fudge is a queer party once a month put on by Amy Ordman and Jess Panatin. Is that how you say her last name? I never, I always like <laughs> freak out when I say it because I'm like, is it, I feel like Pantone, Panitin. I don't know. <laughs> I know what it is. I don't know why I said that, but okay. Panatin. And um, it is in LA. Sometimes it's in New York. They will probably take it traveling if they continue, if it keeps yeah. going, which it is going I really hope, well. I hope they take it everywhere. Um, but it's like just DJs, awesome music. It's an indoor-outdoor venue, so you can go hang out outside, get drinks, so hang much. with your friends, or you go inside. That's so fudge. Or you go inside and, you know, there's music and it's dark and vibey. Um, and we're out of town a lot when it is. But I know. I think we're out of town for the next one. And I was like, we seriously? <laughs> but er, e- Yes, I think we get back the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we went and just had the best time. It just feels so good. It There's not a lot of queer spaces really anywhere, but shockingly also in LA that are geared towards mainly women. Yeah. Like a lot of the queer spaces in LA are West Hollywood they're very very geared towards gay men yeah and it's, which good for good for y'all yeah g- glad y'all have a space glad you guys get everything you ever wanted it often doesn't feel very safe um I've been roofied at one of those bars like it is just there's just an element of discomfort at straight bars perfectly fun and fine but there's an element of discomfort and almost like the security system analogy we didn't realize how not unsafe but just like not as comfy we not could as feel comfy, yeah we could yeah we could feel in these spaces until going to places like Fudge. there's also a place called the ruby fruit in la and it is just like 90 percent queer women there's like this air about it that just feels comfy everyone's doing their own thing everyone has like a different style yeah 
everyone's just comfy and who they are and everyone's unique and cool and friendly. Like I feel like I could just leave my drink on a table, go to the bathroom and come back and I wouldn't, but I, I wouldn't do that. it, but <laughs> I would never do that anywhere. Don't recommend it. But I feel like someone would be like, Oh, I put a coaster over your drink early. Like got you. Yeah. Like I, there's just this safety and it's, I think after talking about the PP story from last week, um, if you didn't get to listen, a listener was asking for advice. They live in a country where it's a don't ask, don't tell policy being gay. And it's I, illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. And there are countries that now you can be stoned to death for being queer. Yes, America can be a shady awful. little bitch. <laughs> and it's definitely not like the best country in the world, I think the entire world has become very aware of that but there is a lot of privilege getting to live here 100%. especially being queer i don't think about it i don't live in fear 90 percent of my life yeah like i am quite comfortable yeah. and there are certain times where i'm uneasy but there have been very few times i have to fear for my life or not come out because of fearing for my life not just like not being comfortable yeah coming out yeah which is very different yeah yeah I think like it's just been cool going to Futch going to Ruby Fruit to think about how you can feel like 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 we we're saying like there's like that underlying feeling of like I think I feel safe I don't know but then when you actually feel safe you really know what it feels mm -hmm. like um and then Kim and I just started talking about like different places where that's happened or different times in our life when that's happened like yeah. one thing that came to mind for me was when I first my first job that I started when I was out I went on a walk with the CEO and we were walking and obviously it's like I'm meeting the CEO for the first time really or having like one-on-one -on -one time with him so I was like super anxious and it's this you know it's like a guy which like is not anything but it just was you know maybe I was less comfortable I don't know I don't know I think it's a, it's a similar thing of like we don't realize that we're less comfortable it was also probably just like man. the power imbalance too, there are probably a million like, elements yeah anyway and he like wanted to get to know me and we were talking about his wife or I think it was his girlfriend at the time who I love they're in a band and I, I already knew who she was and chatting yada yada and then he very casually was like and what about you do you have a significant other and I just that moment like never went away for me because I just mm -hmm. it would have been so easy and is easy for everyone else in the world to be like who's your boyfriend do you have a boyfriend or a husband or a whatever yeah if you say you're married everyone asks if it's a husband um Which I mean no one says it's is it a husband is, it a, is it a man <laughs> it's a boy um but yeah they imply they imply and, assume. and it was just really nice that he uh, went out of his way to be like I don't know and then it allowed me to feel like oh my god I can say that I'm gay and you almost not expected it but like you opened that door for me to do that yeah and that just made me feel really safe words are so powerful and it's yeah. so funny because if he would have said oh are you married do you have a husband do you have a boyfriend yeah there's no harm and he he wouldn't have done anything no. technically wrong no and he probably wouldn't have remembered saying that to you but that would have carried weight to you mm -hmm. and maybe you would have went 
mm, maybe I shouldn't come out and you wouldn't have mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't have been yourself at work and you wouldn't have performed as well like that tiny tiny word choice totally. of saying partner significant other whatever yeah and not giving it a gender yeah changed everything totally and I'm not going to get in a tangent about it but that's like another reason why it pisses me off when people are so against using the pronouns that so people crazy. are asking for I'm like it is such a simple gesture yeah like and you believe in pronouns you're not an idiot we all like pronouns are real (laughs) yeah go back to english school if you don't think pronouns are real it's a non-event it's just like it it, doesn't need to be a thing yeah just to show like another you don't have to agree with them they're not asking you to call them a dinosaur like i hate whenever i know people will like so i'm gonna say you're gonna say i'm a dog you want me to call you a dog yeah and they're like okay well now i identify as a girl and it's like but you don't and that's kind of the whole point right and luckily for you you identify with what you were born as or what people are perceiving you as. And that's yeah. great. But would it not bother you this if everyone started calling you a girl and being like, oh, she's over there? Wouldn't you be like, excuse me, I, I'm a yeah. man. You would. So it's like, yeah, it's words do carry weight. And that is just so sweet that that first time you having an interaction with your boss yeah, went so well. And that it's just nice when people are aware of that. And that's so sweet. I saw this comedian talking about like the joy that you feel when you get someone's pronouns right when you're like when you're like referring if if they prefer they and you say they you like get this feeling of like <laughs> you like acted all smug like yeah. I did a good thing yeah it was funny it was funny um but yeah it's just it's so important and nice to feel safe at work at in in these spaces that you've just spend a lot of time in and I think in the same vein of like not realizing you're not comfortable I for a long time thought I wasn't a touchy person mm-hmm. like which is so weird I know I am and I thought like okay growing up I was aware I was gay so I was never very like touchy with my friends yeah because I was like wanna, I don't like, want you to get creep them out quote unquote exactly which is so silly so I thought that that yeah, made she me would try to slap their butts like all the time <laughs> so <laughs> she didn't get why they thought it was creepy <laughs> it was just a kiss um <laughs> but yeah I like I think I was never very physically affectionate with my friends which now even I like it, it is weird for me. Like I'm not, I wasn't a big hugger with my friends. I think that has changed in recent years, which is great. Um, but I'm very That's affectionate. So funny. I don't know that side of you really. Yeah. I'm very affectionate with you at home. Mm-hmm. Like I always love to be by you. I always love to be touching you. Like, yeah, I would have never before said physical touch is like a high love language for me but I think it is and it was it just used to make me uncomfortable and still actually if I'm being fully honest still does in public yeah I'm so aware of people watching it I'm so unaware of everyone around us at all times except for in these scenarios yeah if we go to kiss if we touch if we're holding hands I'm like I know people are watching and I think because lesbians are so fetishized that it it just freaks me out where I'm like, I don't want you to be thinking that. I also, it like feels like you're giving them material. Yeah. And I think for a long time, it was like, I don't want to make other people uncomfortable, which is really sad to admit. I think when I wasn't comfortable with who I was, I was like, oh, like they didn't ask to see this. Like, like that, (laughs) those scary things. Don't say gay. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to shove it in their face. Show them your don't say gay tattoo. (laughs) 
She got it right in the height of Mickey Mouse hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, okay. Uh huh. Is that kind of good? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I think initially it was like, oh, like, I don't like any PDA. No one should, straight couples should be doing it. Oh, I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. Oh, I don't want to get in a scary situation if someone says something. And now I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I just don't want other people to be gross. Mm -hmm. I I noticed it the most at airports for some reason. I don't know if, (gasps) yeah, because it's all the, did we ever tell our airplane story? Yeah, we did, right? What airplane story? Guy watching porn for six hours. I don't think we did. Oh my God. How did we not tell that? I don't think we did. Okay. Sidebar. Cause this is. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, but go ahead. Let's go finish ahead. the thought. I think in airports, it's so many people from so many places mm-hmm. and people are on high alert. Yeah. Because airports are. Like you're, make people anxious. People you're bored. Most people are anxious travelers in general. Yeah. They always tell you to fucking make sure no yeah, bags get swivel. left behind. And yeah. if that bag, tell see someone. Say something. Yeah, see something, say something. I love that. Um, so I think people are already looking and then they're like, oh, look at them girls. Yeah. <laughs> sisters are lovers. Them sisters sure are close. <laughs> ah, sisterly love. Look at them two tongue wrestling. <laughs> which wonder which one's going to win think they're cousins i sure hope so i love, I love my cousin bobby <laughs> <laughs> anyway um but yes i i i concur <laughs> with everything you said here cool i love that you want to tell your porn story oh my god wait sidebar to the sidebar real quick i stumbled upon this tiktok and we need a deep dive but there's this allegedly there's this tiktoker who <laughs> the video starts with like you know that song? What a lie, what a lie, what a lie. Mm-mm. It's like Julia Michaels oh, or someone. Yes, but yes. they do a trend to it of like, they said not to follow your dreams. What a lie, oh. what a lie. You know what I mean? She said, they said it was wrong to marry your cousin. What a lie, what a lie, what a lie. And they have like three kids and everyone's like, well, you know what? She's it's, my... It's crazy and gross, but that's my girl. <laughs> Wait, it's really sad though because they're like, it's awful, but like at least the kids are healthy like miraculously and then they show a clip and like the one kid is not okay mm-hmm. but i don't know if any of it's real so i'll like deep dive and then i'll report back but it was actually like it's pretty God, talk show. about a safe space the last thing we, i was going to talk about is like how nice it is that you have safe spaces on online communities and just hearing you talk about other people who marry their cousins is making me feel connected you're gross <laughs> <laughs> it's not even fair i didn't even get to marry my cousin i had to marry you <laughs> it's insane that my bit has become that i love my cousins i know i don't even know which cousin i would choose i'm not bobby just so true right anyway um, imagine it comes out that you have like a long lost cousin bobby that'd be sick. and you fall in love yeah, that'd be Leave so for him. That'd be so crazy if I did have a cousin named Bobby and we weren't secretly in a relationship. Oh, I love you, Bobby. <laughs> um, but our 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 last safe space thing that we were talking about before the pod was just that like it's so cool that content has become a safe space for so many people mm-hmm. where like when you think of safe spaces, you're often thinking about physical places that you're in, but so much of it is content that you take in and feel heard or seen or whatever. Yeah. And it's crazy that you can find that in a piece of content that like, you're not even, you're not 
in. Yeah. But you feel in. Yeah. Like I feel that with some podcasts that I listen to and it's so cool that people feel that with ours that mm -hmm. it feels like I've seen multiple people be like, oh, it feels like I'm in the room. It feels yeah. like this is my comfy place. Like yeah. that was our dream for this. And so to know that maybe for the folks that don't have the freedom of the other safe spaces or people in their life that we talked about that we could be that is just like a yeah. really sweet experience and it's so cool that it doesn't have to be anything big and elaborate like doesn't need to be a podcast it doesn't need to be somebody like advocating for you a lot of times it's just somebody existing totally which is so sweet that that is enough like sometimes just showing yourself and showing up as yourself yeah saves other people yeah and I just think that that's so cool there's a girl on TikTok who <laughs> This oh. is not a joke. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go back to the to the cousin. Girl who, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I already. But made you that weren't joke. doing your sarcasm voice. So I was. I, it keeps getting. You're missing lately. No, I'm not missing it at all. But I just expect the bit. But you're. I can always tell your joke voice always without fail. So I was like, I keep thinking you're getting better at not showing it. No, but I'm not. no, you're just being. You're not getting better. You're just not kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a tough sentence to hear. I hope I don't internalize it. <laughs> not getting better at your sarcasm voice but you don't you're not trying to get better at any hoodlum one person that i'm just so glad that they exist is Ooh. um on tiktok i think her name's jackie something yeah, j yeah, jackie yeah. j jilly j it's jackie jackie j just this queer person that like reports on reports is a silly word but just because it's not it sounds kind of. very intense but they i don't mean it that way it's very like newscaster yeah but like sometimes. they've been talking about the world cup and like yeah who's gay and what stories are cool and all this stuff and i'm just so thankful that they exist and like even if we don't meet someday or like our paths never cross or whatever i feel a sense of safe space knowing that that person that they exist and like are giving that to other people i just That's love really knowing cute. in the back of my head like there's also another girl or person i don't know i should be, be maybe more careful but like there's another person who does fashion advice for queer people mm -hmm. especially like queer people that present as feminine mm. and but they use like a lot of male inspiration i don't know their name but they use a lot of male inspiration like jacob l roddy or whatever as like their fashion inspo yeah. And I just, every time I come across her videos, I'm like, I fucking love that you're doing this. Is it Jade? No. Oh. Jade does really cool videos of like, like dressing mask, but like in a feminine way or like the themes are always different or like yeah. how to do it or like taking these guys look, but making it work for you. And they're always really cool videos. Yeah. But, but those are, about. those are just examples of people that I'm like, ugh, thank you for existing and like helping it be easier for other people to exist. Yeah. And yeah. Even if our past don't cross, I'm like, thank you. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sweet. I love the internet sometimes. Hate it sometimes, but damn, I love it. It can be really scary. Like, I don't know if you guys saw, I shared on my story like a month to ago. A dark, to a dark place. It's not dark at all. I find it absolutely fucking hysterical. I was I was really feeling up. Yeah, but this one guy messages just lesbian <laughs> in all caps. Ever, I wish I had my phone, but it's recording right now. But every like, I don't know, sometimes there's a lull and I worry about him. I'm like, are you okay? Sometimes I should check in and be like, straight. You good? Are you there? <laughs> straight. Um, But you yeah, I, it's just, it's, it's not like repent your sins or like ooh, you're nothing 
it's just lesbian. Never, we never stray. Maybe sometimes there's an exclamation mark, but it's just lesbian, all caps. All caps. Sometimes it'll be like every day for a little while. It's every day, bro. Once a week. A couple months will go by. Um, I hadn't heard from him in a while. And then yesterday, Let's get him I on got the pod. lesbian. You got it yesterday? I got it yesterday. Ask if he'll be on our podcast. <laughs> That'd be crazy. And then what if he only said the word lesbian the whole time? Yeah, we're like, so what do you, what's your name? <laughs> lesbian. What do you do? Lesbian. Maybe he only, maybe as a condition, he can only say one word. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe and he's this just trying time. to, maybe it's not a guy. I don't know. I, I just. I don't even know what the image is. It's like something blue. But in your head, it's like a man that's just screaming lesbian. I just can't imagine anyone else shouting lesbian at me that consistently. Yeah. But maybe it just is a lesbian and they're trying to tell me like, let like we lesbian. <laughs> like maybe it's like it's a camaraderie. camaraderie. <laughs> oh my God. It's a safe space for them. And you're out I've here being never scared. Responded. How I- disgusting. I know. I couldn't believe that they didn't respond to me posting about them saying it. Like, I can't believe they weren't like, ha, ah, nothing. Crickets. And then a couple weeks later, lesbian. That is the definition of being committed to a bit. Yeah. Um, we never got into the airplane thing, so I'm just going to quickly say it. It's because got, it, super. It's, yeah. Anyways, we were on a flight from New York to LA. I really do feel like we shared this. And a guy literally watched porn the entire time mm-hmm. he'd have like another page open and the porn would be small in the corner of his screen i don't know how no, one was, no one was sitting next to him and he was in the window seat but he was not very precious with like keeping it away it was so obvious and he would go to the bathroom multiple times it was too. disgusting Ooh. but for six hours he watched it straight nonstop. like we landed and he was still looking at it i'm not, I'm not gonna get into the next part whatever anyways yeah. continue anyway it, it was, was a gross. shock it was a shock to the system I wish I could find that man and tell him that he's fucking foul. I didn't want to say it in person because I was very scared of him. <coughs> Our PP story. Our PP joining us today. Um, Where they at? Who, who give are them they? a name. Um, Ella. Ella. Did we talk about an Ella today? Ella. E- Eva. Ella. Yeah, we got Eva. Now we're on to Ella. Okay. Okay. What up, Ella? So this is just a kooky story, and I really liked reading it. Okay. And this is Ella. Ella says, hey, y'all, I don't know how many of these you respond to, but I started getting into you guys because I'm a pizza delivery driver for the summer, as well as a barista need to get that money up. And I I just, I'm sorry. I thought you said because of their pizza delivery driver. I thought the pizza delivery driver told them about us. I was like, that is so cool. (laughs) They are. Pepperoni. Watch staying up. (laughs) They are. Okay. Got it. Got it. And a barista. Okay. Sorry. Continue. So they listen to podcasts while they drive. Um, Sorry. I always go back and forth. I'm going to keep reading it. Yep. Yep. I listen to podcasts while I drive and found yours and they're pretty relaxing to listen to. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy this one. For confidentiality, let's call my old roommate Jill Jill. and my ex-girlfriend Jasmine. Jill and Jasmine. Ella Ella, was dating Jasmine and she lived with Jill. Ex-girlfriend and ex-girlfriend's roommate? No, her roommate is Jill. Yeah. Ella's roommate's Jill. Ella was dating Jasmine. Got it. Got it. Okay. Jasmine and I are currently in the middle of college. So we did long distance since I left our home state to go to school in NYC because I need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. We get that. Anyways, rewind to last year. Jasmine came to New York to visit me. And because we've both been away super or because we've both been always super busy with classes, we'd only see each other about once every two or three months. Leading up to the visit, Jasmine sent a strap to my dorm so that I could use it on her when she came. (gasps) 
Juicy. Nozze, nozze. We love the nozze, nozze. We love the pre-mortem. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much thought went into buying this because when I opened this strap, it was pretty big, but it was also Oof. hot pink. So it was giving bad bitch that? at least. Yeah, incredible. Mind you, we had never used one before. Ooh. Okay. Scary. All right. What is going to happen? While Jill knew that Jasmine was my girlfriend, yeah. I think in her head, the energy still gave besties. So she never gave a warning or anything when she came into the room. Jilly boo. Jilly. Usually, this wasn't an issue because the earliest Jill would come back on the weekends was 2 a.m. Jill's a party girl. Later that night, it came time to use the strap and tell me why it was a whole ass workout. Yeah. As time passes, straps are a lot of work. So much work. Which, so much effort. Does that mean that people with penises feel that it is also a lot of work? I think the work is the like actual strap part. I think like, so too. Is it properly installed? Is it staying? Like <laughs> it's that. Installed like I, it's there forever. And like I... I I the guess way I you don't keep know. smacking your body. <laughs> well, I was thinking, wild. I feel it sits higher yes. than males' genitals, but I'm actually not sure. It does feel like it sits higher. Right? It's like almost on the bone. That's why I keep... It's <laughs> not where I want it to be. I want it lower. <laughs> why are they so high? Should we make new strap-ons that sit... I'm sure there's a reason. I've... No. Strap low. Low strap. I feel like it would we'll feel better for strap. everybody involved. It's called the low strap. Low strap. That's going to be our project. The low rise. We're going to fail. Low rise <laughs> It's back, baby. Low rise. Ah! <laughs> we'll never follow through with this. Somebody got to do funny. it. Um, give us like a 5% cut if you go forward yeah, 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 with this for sure. business idea. Okay. So Jilly Jilly doesn't normally come home until 2. Later that night, it came time to use the strap and tell me why it was a whole workout. As time passes, in the middle of us having sex, the door handle starts to jiggle, 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 no, no, jiggle. No. Jill's jingling. Jill's jingling. <laughs> and Jasmine and I both is there, know. Is there no lock on this door? That Jill. There's a lock. Why aren't we locking it? There is a lock. It's jingling because she's using the keys to open the door. They're not in there. Oh, it's a dorm room. It's dorms. Oh, like, I was like, why aren't they in the, are they on the sofa? It's a dorm bag. I forgot it's a dorm. Okay, 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 okay. Got it. As we all know, uh, oh, they both know that Jill's about to enter the room. Oh, As we all know, you can't just magically take off a strap in two seconds. No. Which is true. Straps Such are strapped an ordeal. in, strapped You're- on. <laughs> so Jasmine yells, whispering, sleep. And we both... <laughs> We both drop dead and pretend to be sleeping. The visuals I'm having right now are crazy. Them dropping dead is hilarious. Like but their like, body's going. But <laughs> in my head, they're like still strapped. Like both in the act. I mean, and yeah. Just, I think they were like, in the act and then fell over. Like and now my, in my mind, they're like spooning, which would be very hard. They to look do. like one of those but costumes like, in my head where it's like the front legs of the horse and the back legs of the horse. <laughs> like somehow that's what's happening. Okay. Incredible. Because everything was happening so fast. Oh, wait. Okay, yes. Before, Because everything was happening so fast, I slowly realized I'm laying on my back. Oh, with the strap on. With the, oh, no. With, Just tented. With what looks like a nine-inch boner popping up from under the sheets. <laughs> but it's like hot pink. I wonder if her sheets are see-through at all. As I slowly like open my eyes to see if Jill was looking, I can see her giving confusing side eye as she tries to analyze the situation. <laughs> So like is that a knee i know jill's not dumb no. but i still slowly turn to my side to get rid of the hot pink boner <laughs> yeah. and act like nothing weird is going on jasmine and i then proceed to pretend
pretend to sleep for 40 minutes until <gasps> Jill went to the bathroom so that we could still put our, or so that we could put our clothes back on. Oh my God. When I got up in the morning, I also realized there was lube sitting on the windowsill. Awkward. Moral of the story is I would have loved a better location for my first time using that. Fair, but I fair. did live on the 16th floor in downtown Manhattan. So you win some and you lose Stunning. some. Stunning. Stunning. Way you want it all around. Um, Ella, thanks. I think, Ella, I think the real moral of the story is that you need to get a little bit more comfortable or communicative with your roommate. Oh. Their door, sock on the door. It was invented for a reason. Or you just go, hold on. Yeah, you go, Jill, do not fucking come in here right now. Jill, chill. Or she comes in. Jill, and take you, a chill pill. And you laugh. <laughs> way you got so erect to share that <laughs> erect oh like our God. low rise. pink nine inch dildo um yeah or like if she did make it inside the room being like covering yourselves with sheets <laughs> i love you my hair? no i was just petting your head oh thanks you're cute i miss touching you it's oh. been like an hour Hi. well i've been touching you the whole time um what was i saying oh just be like oh my god jill can you give us a minute yeah. We got to get decent. She knows you're, that she's your girlfriend. Yeah. Jasmine's your girlfriend. Jazz. Yeah. Yep. Getting all yep. the names. Yep. So just say something. Yeah. Why are you going to uncomfortably lay there mid boning? Baby, there's there's no going back. Don't shame No, I'm saying Ella. future. future. I'm not shaming Ella. <laughs> I'm saying for future reference, like let's yes. get a little more comfortable with the roomie, at least to the point where we go, hey, girlfriend's coming over. Before you come in tonight, give us a double knock. If we don't knock. respond, yeah, just give us a little heads up. My thought was going to be you could always open the door, like get out of bed with the strap on and open the door and fling it open with it on yeah! <laughs> and go, ah, boo. and then then she'll run away and then, you can, and then you can finish. <laughs> and I feel like that's a really, honey, that's incredible advice. That's a really simple and kind of like non-threatening way. Yeah. Take back everything I said absolutely and like yeah. grab the lube and just pepper sprayer <laughs> in the face of the lube and then she won't see anything and then be like wait, wait. that was crazy i did see somebody with a pink dildo running around lubing everybody i almost made the craziest comment i'm glad i didn't i am glad you didn't yeah. <laughs> but i would love to hear it later i'll tell you right in just a one minute all right we gotta go um hey pbs thank you so much for being with us for yet another episode ella Thank you for your story. And Eva, thank you for being <laughs> our first. You sound like Kristen Wiig. All right, y'all. We love you so much and we will see you next week. Did I tell you about the conversation I had with my brother this weekend? No. What? We were talking about how crappy our parents' betting is. <laughs> and he was like, wait, I have the best betting. He's like bragging. I was like, where'd you get it? He's like, Quince. I was like, brother, I got ours from Quince too. I get the like competition of like, <laughs> I'm going to put you onto something. You're like, I've been knowing. I don't want to say I made Quince happen, but I feel like everyone's talking about it now and I've been using it for years. I was trying to gatekeep it. I stumbled upon them when I was looking for those cashmere sweaters yeah. because all of them are like $300 and I, I'm trying to be a savings girly and I found Quince and they're only $50. Yeah. So I assume they had to be sacrificing on quality or something had to be off. Yeah. But the quality is amazing and they also only work with safe and ethical manufacturing practices. You're getting everything you want. They just cut out the middleman and that's how you get the savings. I also feel like they're a one-stop shop for basically anything. Yeah. It's like, like I but said, did you bedding. Know jewelry? Yeah. Everything. And that blanket we got, that knit blanket yeah. is from them. <laughs> the best. Comfiest blanket I've ever had. They have everything. If you want to give yourself the luxury you deserve, do 
so with Quince. Go to quince.com slash staying up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash staying up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Once again, quince.com slash staying up. 